Hi, Rebecca Shear here. Looking for more ways to circle round with us? Join the Circle Round Club and get all sorts of great perks, like a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, monthly newsletters, even ad-free episodes, and bonus bedtime stories. Support our public radio podcast and sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Hi, Rebecca Shear here. We're taking a break this week and bringing back one of our favorite episodes from season one of Circle Round. It stars Wes Studi, who later this month will become the first Native American actor to receive an Oscar when the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences presents its annual Governor's Awards on October 27th. We'll be back next week with a brand new Circle Round story. In the meantime, it was an honor to record this episode with Wes Studi, and a whole lot of fun. We hope you have fun, too. Can you imagine a world without the sun? Think about it. It would be dark all the time, and so cold. What would you do to keep yourself warm and entertained? Well, in today's story, we'll visit a world where there's hardly any sun. And it takes a kind, gentle giant named Moshup to try and bring the sun back. I'm Rebecca Shear, and welcome to Circle Round, where story time happens all the time. Today's story comes from what we now know as Massachusetts in the northeastern United States. That area is home to members of a native tribe called the Wampanoag, and they've been sharing versions of this folktale for generations. Some really great people came together to help bring you this tale, including Wes Studi. Grown-ups, you may know Wes from the Oscar-winning films Dances with Wolves and The Last of the Mohicans, as well as the Showtime series Penny Dreadful. So, circle around, everyone, for Moshup and Grandfather Son. Long, long ago, just like today, the sun would shine in the sky. He was known as Grandfather Sun, and all day long, by the light of Grandfather Sun's dazzling golden rays, people would plant their corn and beans and squash. They would catch fish in the waters. The children would run outside and play tag and hide-and-go-seek. But then, little by little, Grandfather's son came out less and less. The days got shorter and shorter. Soon, Grandfather's son was only visiting the people for one minute a day. He'd pull himself up out of the sea in the east, and next thing you knew, he was dipping back down under the hills in the west. The people began to worry. What's become of the sun? The days are so short. We used to have time. Time to plant corn. And beans. And squash. We had all day to catch fish. And to go out and play. But now we can't see enough to plant. We can only fish at night. By the light of Grandmother Moon. We're stuck inside all day hearing the same stories over and over and over. Food was growing scarce. Firewood, too. Remember... All of this happened in the days before electricity, so people had to keep crackling fires burning to see through the darkness and to stay warm. 
It wasn't long before everyone was restless and bored and hungry. We cannot live like this anymore. It's so dark and cold. Our children must enjoy the light and warmth of Grandfather's son as we once did. It's time to talk with Mashup. Yes, Mashup! He will know what to do. Whenever the people were in trouble, they turned to Mashup for help. Mashup was the kind, helpful giant who had first taught them how to survive, using all the gifts of the earth. He'd shown them how to plant and grow their own crops, how to cut wood to build homes and canoes, how to carve stone to craft spears and bowls, how to weave and sew to make their own clothing. Everything the people needed, Mashup showed them how to use the earth to create it themselves. But one thing they couldn't create was their own son. So they told Mashup their problem, how Grandfather's son was only showing up for one minute a day, leaving them no time to plant or fish or play. I hear you, my people, and I understand. First thing tomorrow, when Grandfather's son rises above the sea in the east, I will talk with him. The next morning... When the first pale light began to dim the stars above the eastern sea, Mashup swam out into the ocean. He watched the sky go from dark blue to turquoise to magenta to orange. When the fiery top of Grandfather Sun's head poked up over the horizon, Mashup called out, Grandfather Sun, I come to you on behalf of the people. They are tired of the darkness. They need to plant and fish. The children miss you and long to feel your warmth on their faces. They want to be able to... But before Mashup could say another word, Grandfather's son rose from the sea and raced across the sky, setting once again in the west. Huh. Grandfather's son didn't hear a word I said. But Mashup was not one to give up easily. I will wait through the night and try again in the morning. And so he did. Mashup waited and waited. And when the stars began to dim in the eastern sky, he swam back out into the ocean. As soon as he spotted the top of Grandfather Sun's head again, he called out, this time more quickly. Grandfather Sun, please hear me. The people long to see you again. They long to feel your warmth. But, just as before, the sun raced across the sky and disappeared in the west. Again? Grandfather's son missed my every word. Mashup looked around him. All these gifts of the earth I've taught the people to use. There must be something I can use to get Grandfather's son to listen. Mashup combed through the land, he rummaged through the sea, and then he had an idea. Aha! What do you think Mashup's idea was? We'll find out after a quick break. Support for Circle Round comes from Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
and listeners will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Circle Round. That's Indeed.com slash Circle Round. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We've been looking for even more ways to circle round with super fans like you. And now we've got another one. The Circle Round Club. When you join the Circle Round Club, not only do you support the public radio station that makes Circle Round possible, but you can get all sorts of perks, including a welcome box with Circle Round goodies, weekly activity emails, monthly newsletters from me, Rebecca Shear, and early access to Circle Round events. You can also get bonus bedtime stories, behind-the-scenes videos, and ad-free episodes. Sign up now at wbur.org slash Club. Welcome back to Circle Round. I'm Rebecca Shear. Today's story is called Moshup and Grandfather Son. When we left off, the kind, helpful giant Moshup was trying to convince Grandfather Son to move more slowly across the sky. The people were growing restless and bored and hungry with so little light each day. Twice, Moshup tried talking to Grandfather Sun, and twice the sun raced right on by, until Moshup had an idea. He plunged down into the clear blue waters of the ocean. Reaching out his giant hands, he gathered up seaweed, slick, strong, dark green seaweed. He plucked handful after handful from the bottom of the sea until he was holding a million strands. He then wove them into a net. And not just any net. This net's big enough to catch the sun. Clutching his new net, Moshup once again swam out into the ocean, right near the horizon where Grandfather Sun would appear. And as soon as Moshup saw the stars begin to fade in the east, he lifted the great net up above his head. He began whirling the net and twirling the net, spinning it with all his great strength. And as a giant, he had the strength of a thousand people, if not more. Around and around the net spun, and when the fiery head of Grandfather Sun bobbed up from the horizon, do you know what Moshup did? He let go. The net whistled as it soared through the air and landed right on top of Grandfather Sun. Bullseye! The net jutted this way and that as the sun struggled to free himself. What's going on? Let me go. Let me go. Moshup grabbed the ends of the net and pulled them tight. Instantly, the sun was still. Listen, Grandfather Sun. I am sorry to trap you like this, but twice now I have tried talking with you and twice you have not listened. Please, hear me out. The son looked at Moshup and shrugged. All right, Moshup. I will listen. But I must bow my head so I do not boil the sea below. The son lowered his fiery orange head. Now, what is it? Moshup told Grandfather Son everything the people had told him. How worried they were about the days growing so short. How little time they had to plant their crops and to fish. 
how restless the children were becoming, without warmth on their faces and rays to light their way. Grandfather's son listened quietly. At last, he lifted his head and spoke. What you tell me, Mashup, I have to tell you. It comes as quite a surprise. It does? Why, yes. You see, I didn't know the people cared. They all seemed to ignore me. When I'd come in the morning, everyone would be asleep. As I watched over them during the day, no one ever said a word to me. And at night, not one person looked up to say goodbye or ask me to return. With each day, I got lonelier and lonelier. But then, all the way around, on the other side of the world, I found people who were different. People who greeted me each morning and smiled at me all day and waved goodbye to me at night. They said thank you, Grandfather Son, for your warmth. Thank you for your light. They were friendly. They were grateful, and it made me happy. So I began spending more and more time over there, and less and less time over here. Uh, it's good to feel wanted and needed when you're sharing your gifts with others. Once again, the sun bowed his head so as not to boil the sea. Moshup loosened his grip on the net a little. Oh, Grandfather's son, now I understand. I spent so much time teaching the people how to use the gifts of the earth, but I never once taught them how to care for you. You are the one who makes their plants grow. You are the one who lights their way. Stay right where you are, Grandfather Son. I'll be right back. Moshup ran over to where the people were. They had noticed the sun sitting still in the sky and not racing by, and they just stood there, happy. But when Moshup told them what Grandfather Son had said, they began looking sheepish, hanging their heads down and kicking their toes in the dirt. Well, what can we say? Grandfather Son is right. We didn't appreciate him. We weren't very friendly. All these gifts he's given us. And we've never said a word of thanks. We will change our ways. Starting now. Moshup smiled as he walked back over to Grandfather Son. Grandfather Son, the people are very sorry. They've taken you for granted, and they know that now. From now on, they will honor you and appreciate you for all the gifts you've given them in this world. Thank you, Mashup. It will be nice to slow down and not race so fast and to spend more time with the people. And so he did. From that day forward, the people would greet the sun every morning. Good morning, Grandfather Sun. Thank you for coming back and giving us a good day to learn and be alive. They would smile up at the sun during the day. Hello, Grandfather Sun. Thank you for making us warm. And for making everything so beautiful. And then, before the sun dipped below the hills in the west, they would say goodbye. Goodbye, Grandfather Sun. Thank you for this beautiful day. Have a good journey to the other side, but hurry on back tomorrow. We'll be waiting for you. 
so we can honor your warmth and light once more. After that, the sun never stayed away so long again. For a few months of the year, he would spend more time on the other side of the world, visiting with those people and spending time with them. When he was on the other side of the world, the days here were shorter and the nights were longer. We call that part of the year winter. But then the sun would make up for it by spending more time on this side of the world. So there'd be longer days and shorter nights. We call that part of the year summer. The sun was happy, the people were happy, and as for the kind, gentle giant Moshup, he was proud of the people for changing their ways. But he began to realize something. I have taught the people all I can about how to use and appreciate the gifts they've been given. Now, it is time for them to take care of themselves. Moshup bid the people farewell and swam out to the sea. As he floated to the west, slowly he transformed into an animal, the animal we now call the Great White Whale. The people were sad to see him go, but they discovered that their kind, gentle friend was right. If they worked for themselves, they did indeed have everything they needed, with the golden, dazzling sun to light their way. Now it's your turn. Think about one thing that's helped you out today. One thing that originally came from the Earth. Go back and imagine where it started out. If it's an apple, where did that apple grow? If it's the shirt you're wearing, where did the material come from? Draw a picture showing the journey this item might have taken before it came to you. How many stops did it make along the way? Share your picture with someone you have fun with, a family member or a friend. Then ask them to pick a different item and together, imagine the journey it took. Today's story, Moshup and Grandfather Son, was adapted by our executive producer, Jessica Alpert, and me, Rebecca Shear. Original music and sound design is by Eric Shimalonis. Our artist is Sabina Hahn. Special thanks to our actors this week, Katasha Acosta, Alexandra Templer, Dolores King-Williams, Brendan Dalton, Ryan Haddad, Keshev Mudliar, Morgan Elizabeth, Craig Wallace, and Wes Studi. You can see Wes Studi on the Showtime series Penny Dreadful and look for him later this year in the feature film The Pipeline. If you haven't subscribed to Circle Around, tell your grown-ups they can do so on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever they get their podcasts. They can write a review, too. You can also listen to Circle Round on our website, wbur.org slash circle round. And while you're there, you can color pictures from our stories. Just click the coloring pages link. Circle Round is a production of WBUR, Boston's NPR news station. I'm Rebecca Shear. Thanks for circling round with us. As you're listening to Circle Round right now, did you know that you're not alone? That's right, hundreds of thousands of other kids are listening to all over the world. And many of them have sent us recordings where they talk about their favorite Circle Round stories. Have a listen. Maybe one of their stories is one of yours, too. 
Hi, I'm Lexi. I'm from Winchester, Mass. My favorite circle hunt is the ocean is salty. I like because the older brother in the car um, spills all over the boat. Hi, I'm Marie from the Samaritan, Washington, and I'm four and a half years old. My favorite circle round story is Monster of the Year because like that the sister was helping the brother. My name is Mira and I live in San Jose, California. My favorite, and, and I'm four and a half. And my favorite story is the princess and the bear because the princess and David Mira and I are. My name is also Mira. Hi, my name is Argo. I'm four years old. I live in North Carolina. I like the rice cakes and the oni because I like when the rice cake rolls down the hill. Did someone mention an episode you missed? No problem. You can find every single Circle Round story on our website. That's wbur.org slash circle round or wherever you and your grown-ups get your podcasts.